that with six hamburgers, four shish kebabs, a side order of couscous, and two milk. Look, how much? Six seventy-five. Well, 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 it's the Between Two Wheels podcast. It's stage 19. We're almost there, everybody. La Bonanza to Iskar, 177.1 kilometers. Well, 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 we had we have drama going on. We, we've talked about it for the last few days, and we will talk about it just a little bit more. But first, the opening, the Vuelta. Oh, I was going to say, it's the 10th anniversary of the 68th, I think it's the 68th Vuelta Espana winner, Chris Horner. So uh, today, 9 15, uh, 2013. But here we go. Hang on. Be right back. Even Chris Froome had no response to Alberto Contador today. For the last couple of years, he's looked a shadow of himself, but Contador has shone on this welter and finally he takes the stage victory. It's about how much time Richard Carapaz can take. What is the gap going to be? He crosses it at 2.34. So, Primoz Roglic now has got 45 seconds to get there. Primoz Roglic saves La Welta by around 19, 20 seconds. 21%, it really is a, uh, a hurt zone, this. Nibali hits it once again. Now, can he? Don't forget, he's just got to find three seconds here, four if he can. Gawain Nibali goes once more in the cloud. Oh, it's almost reminiscent of his uh, job on uh, uh, the Giro d'Italia. Yeah, almost the camera. And uh, has Nibali been taken out here as well? No, I, well, think I don't think there was any contact with anybody. It's just gone pop. Here is Horner. What a performance by this man. As we say, 20 years separating the man who's won the stage and the man who quite possibly has just won the welter. 200 meters. This is going to feel like party time. And the grimace turns into a huge grin. And the clock, watch it when he crosses the line because this is the crucial timings. He gets the bonus as well. Don't forget, there is Chris Horner. Has he just done it for the old guard. It's party time, or party time, I don't know, what, 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 what's the guy saying there? Time to party. On the Angrelu, uh, Chris, like I said, Chris Horner, it's 10th anniversary, 68th Tour de, Fr- uh, Tour de France, no, 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 Vuelta, Spaniel winner, Chris Horner, he did it uh, November 15th, or September 15th, Jesus, uh, 2013, and now it looks like hopefully Sepp Kuss is going to be getting up, yeah, and I said Goose. Uh, I got a comment. Someone didn't like the way I pronounced Sepp's last name. No, I was listening to it, and it, it's, I said Coos. And then I was listening to Rob Hatch, who's the, 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 the guy that's the best for all translations of how you say things, and he said Coos, too. So maybe I'll have to, I don't know, this guy, I'll play, maybe I'll look that up real quick. We might need to go to the tape. Uh, there we go. Chris Horner, uh, we'll, we'll give him his due, and done. Okay. So <laughs> that's what we had there. Uh, but while I'm getting this up here, let you go. Go to Fox and Sons, people. F O X N S O N S. Use the code review and you get 15% off of orders of 25 or more. I use this coffee. It's fantastic. I get these beans and I, I ground grind them and uh, like you do. And I have an espresso. But it's it's fantastic. Maybe I'll make a video of myself doing that. Uh, Fox and Sons review promo code there. Uh, I buy it. I, I mean, the guy sends me free coffee, but 
Um, I buy coffee from them as well, just because I enjoy it so much. Okay, uh, Kurt's chiming in. He says, don't steal my jokes. I don't know you are a joke. Um, Victor, thanks for coming along. He says, good evening, Tyler Yonke. Yeah, and this uh, this guy said, um, I don't know if you'd know how to pronounce my name. I need to find this, this quote here. So it's uh, stage 19. We'll go through this here. La Bonanza. Let's go here. Where we have before the stage starts. There we go. Uh, Sepp Kuss is in the lead by 17 seconds over Vinigo and Roglic at 108 four to Ayuso Mikeland. Look, we're not really caring about what's going to happen to them today, but there's a stage profile, pretty flat, no categorized climbs on it at all. 178.7 or 77, 177.1 kilometers. Uh, that, that's what we have on the screen and that's what it uh, was. So here we go. Let's take a look at the stage today. Look, for the most part, these ones, am I going to break down how you got, how they got in the break, what the break happened, who pulled them back? There's nothing to show. There's no wrecks here. We're going to kind of drip through it. Then we're going to talk about um, the, the sprint finish because that's what it is. We're going to talk about how certain people didn't uh, get in a crash. And then we're going to play a few quotes again of stuff yesterday. Oh, you know what? I do have, um, I need to have this video here. Let's see if I can find this one. Vulture and... Three, nope, that's not the one either. There we go. Okay, so maybe I'll pull that up in a little bit. Uh, video file. Let's just do this right now while I've got it uh, on my mind. So this is a guy, he was saying, hey, you don't pronounce it right. And so I'm going to go through here and just show, uh, not how necessarily I pronounce it, but how it's supposed to be pronounced. And this is Rob Hatch. Thankfully, with Sepkus to show him his worth. And again, Baxi. Kus, Sepkus. So that's what it is. I, I don't know. I, it seemed like I, I do it right. Uh, I'll just call him Sepp. And by the way, he's American. Yes, he's got a Dutch name. I think it's Dutch. Um, but so he's American. So do we, you know, say, I mean, I, I just call Kurt, Kurt Mills. That's, that's what I, I'm sorry. I just said, oh, you have your whole name on your thing there. That's fine. Um, okay. So let's go to the race. Let's talk about the, the breakdown of the race. So, hey, they're going to, they're going to blitz me out for that one. I can't do that. Um, so anyway, a gorgeous part, uh, once again, of Spain, I'd love to go there. Uh, Caden Groves, that's the guy we talked about. I predicted him. Uh, I said, or oh, Danese. And then I go, is Danese in the race? Danese's in the race. Remember yesterday, we were like, Egan Bernal, is he in the race? Yeah, Bernal's in the race. So is Danese. So you know these guys, the break's not really going to get up the road. There's the team on the podium. Uh, Roglic, Sepkus, all nice and tight, looking happy. Uh, look, and, and Attila Walter, he's come out there and he's like, look, I shouldn't have uh, been even looking at uh, social media. Everything's fine in the bus. I don't think it's as fine as they say, but I don't think it's as bad as what we think. Because I think Sep Kuz, I think the team, look, Sep said one thing that was really interesting to me on the Mitch Docker podcast, Life in the Peloton, where he said that it's really unique. Um, being on a Dutch team because they are so blatant. They just they, they just say what's on their mind. And I think we see this with Tom Dumoulin as an example with some of his um, with his uh, interviews where he's not coached at all and he just says what's on there. He says it's really like that. You got to get used to that to begin with. It's pretty harsh, especially when you're training and they're basically, they're probably saying shit a lot. They like to use the word shit and, and, and fuck a lot. Um, so they, they probably said, you're, you're training like shit. Uh, let me show you how to do it. And you're like, hey, that seems a bit extreme. But the team is pretty much out there. So they're, they're like that. And that sounds like what it is. But they're having a lot of meetings, a lot of meetings going on that you seem like you wouldn't necessarily need. 
and I've come to kind of think there's a few things here, right? And which, and Primos has said this a few times, like, oh, I have my own opinions about, dude, you're not going to get the race lead. It, and I think the battle really was about uh, not Sepku so much, but Vingo and Roglic. And what's what that, that tension there caused it to overflow into Sep, and neither one of them did the right thing. You know, what do they say? Integrity is doing the right thing when no one is around. And everyone was around, and maybe they're doing the right thing off this camera. But, you know, like I said last night, what would have been if Vinigo looked behind and just said, I'm going to help Sep. I don't care if he – so what if he goes over the – Sep isn't losing the tour to Roglic on the Angrelu. He might lose it to you. What if he just – that would have been amazing. And I honestly believe that and, – and by the way, I'd heard another thing. I was going to say it last night, and I, I forgot about it, which is – there was a rumor coming out that um, someone in the team had leaked it out to some reporter that uh, evidently from the get-go, um, Vinigo was not okay with everyone race as it is. Uh, he did not like that idea. Um, okay, so so maybe that, that could be two things. One is he wanted to lead himself, probably. Uh, but the other one is also like, you know what? I'd be better racing for someone else if told to do that from the start than just having it up for everybody. Because as we discussed, uh, it's you're not actually let the best man win because when the group goes up the road, you don't chase because it's your teammate. You're hampered by that. Everyone was hampered. So the first one to attack was the one that got up the road and got the advantage. Um, and there we have it. Let's get back to the race. There they are. There's, there's the team cuddly. Uh, looking sprightly, and um, there's the uh, route today. As we said, there's no nothing to really be looking for. Uh, a group of four gets up the road. Uh, looks like wind could have been a big deal if there had been wind, but there really wasn't. So Alpeson's on the front for the most of the day doing the work. The group kind of comes back, then it kind of goes back up the road. You've got a, uh, um, a guy takes the sprint bonus here uh, again ahead of Caden Groves, but he takes the rest. What's that? De La Cruz goes up the road, blah, blah, blah. Ineos gets on the front with 3K to go. Now you're. it's interesting. Um, Garrett Thomas has something to work for. It's Filippo Ghana. Filippo Ghana has won the time trial. He's come close in a stage sprint before. Was it to Milano or um, Caden Groves? I don't remember. One of those two he did pretty good on. Uh, so they're up front. They're doing the work. And then uh, Ben Rensberg, uh, his team for EF comes up there. You got the Lotto team. The UAE is kind of in the mix. They're under the 3K, so everything's safe and sound. And over on the left-hand side is Alpeson, okay? Alpeson's doing the work for Caden Groves. But up there, you've got your lead-out guy, and then you got Ineos, and then EF education is coming up to the left of this guy now take a look at him you can see him right there he's got his head look to the right he's looking around look i don't know why you're doing that if you're just on the front um you've got you know it's like one and a half kilometers to go here it's not really necessary uh but as he does that the ef rider rides past him it's hard to really see because they're past this building rides past him and he comes into him and i think his handlebars hit his hip or his handlebars to handlebars goes down right in the front takes out a bunch of people uh takes out several d uh dsm riders takes out caden groves caden groves actually jumps over pops off his bike and runs out of it so that's pretty impressive um so caden groves out of the mix and then so you're coming into the sprint here and uh, unfortunately, this is what's interesting things is when you get a group like Ineos, a team like Ineos, who really, they're not a sprint team, but it's the Vuelta. So this is, look, the number one sprinters go to the Tour. That's that's where they're at. So, uh, the Sometimes they also go to the, the, the Giro. 
They hardly go to the Vuelta. It's just much more client. It kind of depends on what it is. But yeah, we had a lot of sprint stages. I mean, Caden Groves is a good sprinter, but who's he sprinting against? Uh, Denezi's not bad either, but there you go. Now, unlike the tour where you had, you had everybody, I mean, to the point where uh, Matthew Vanderpoel was uh, gifting uh, races to his teammate, right? Isn't that what we say when you work for a teammate now and you, you drop them off that you're actually gifting them? Uh, the race. Uh, I mean, th that's actually not, maybe it's not too far fetched. Vanderpoel could have been going for those sprints. He could have been going for, but he would do nothing, but he would sit up all the time because he was helping his team get uh, multiple stage wins in the Tour de France. What do they have? Four, three, four there. Um, okay. So coming in here, but you have uh, Ineos, who's not really a sprint team. And I think they drop off. Um, uh, Filippo Gano a little bit too early. You see Denezi over here on the right. You've got Bren, Ben Van Brenberg. I don't know what his name. Let's take. I, I might have it here somewhere. Because um, I'm gonna get. Let's uh, not do that yet. Uh, anyway, the EF rider Alpesin's up there. There's a few other ones. Um, and in the end, uh, Garcia I think is the name for uh, movie star. I should probably have studied these, but I'm not doing it. Um, People, uh, Philip of Ghana is, is holding everybody off, but man, he went early and Denezi's flying up on the right hand side. And in the end, Denezi uh, gets a pips him at the line. I don't know about easy, pretty easy, maybe half a bike length, looked pretty good for him. Uh, stragglers come in, DSM's all happy. The guys are back there that had crashed. Um, there's another Alpeson guy, he's back there. And uh, I think this is Chris Hamilton. He's all bloodied up, but he's pretty stoked that his team uh, got the win. So you can see it from the overhead shot. Ghana has a nice lead. The movie star riders, they're with him. But once again, you're not top end sprinters. And Denezi is, and he should be getting the win, and he did. It's a bummer that uh, Denezi wasn't able to um, go up against Caden Groves. Caden Groves wasn't be able to, to get up there either. So you had Ghana in second place. Uh, Vandenberg, there you go. Uh, Chimale uh, for Kofidis, Garcia Cortina for a movie star, Ballerstad for ADF, ADC, and who is that? Uh, ASCII for GFC, Hofstetter, Barcelo, and Koch. A bunch of people you don't really know because they're second tier, probably third tier sprinters for the most part, except for Denezi. Uh, he's won uh, stages, I think, in um, multiple Grand Tours now. Sepkus, it looked like he had some family there. Give him some knuckles, big hugs. And his wife was there as well. Sep. Still in the lead by 17 seconds over Vinigo, Roglic, Ayuso, Landa, everyone, Utrebrek, uh, Chien, uh, Utrebrek, uh, Vlasov, Almeida, Butrago. Uh, the green jersey still with Caden uh, Groves, barely. Uh, I mean, he's got a decent lead. It's 245 to 192 over Vinipol. So it depends on what happens tomorrow. I mean, you know, he may he needed the, the win today. Because here's tomorrow's stage. It's a twisty, turny thing, and it's got a lot of climbs, and we will take a look at that. So let's go to the tape. Um, Victor says, Sepkus Mountains maintains the red jersey. Yes. He, he, yeah, today wasn't really a problem for Sep, other than if there was a wreck. Uh, so he was well protected. So it'll be a, an interesting to see what uh, happens tomorrow. Uh, ooh, what happened to this slide? But there's Denezi. Uh, anyway, there we go. So, uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, try this one. I think that's right. Uh, Subcus, uh, once again, we already said what those were. Um, there we go. Caden Groves, Venipole in the lead there. And there's the stage for tomorrow. And we'll go through the climbs here. Um, there's the route. It's it's quite a spaghetti strap 
little circuitous i don't know how they even drew this thing up it reminds me of like amstel gold where they like uh yeah we can't really figure out where this is going so there's let's go through the climbs nothing they're all cat threes nothing is super significant you know this first one here is what about uh, 10 10 kilometers next one's about seven um and some of these repeat then you get what five uh, seven eight nine eight and a half you got a five three seven seven four and we'll, we'll come to this quote here in a little bit so you know nothing is too dramatic as far as the the climbs go but it's like we've talked about it's kind of a liege bastion liege classic style so there's a big danger because instead of having you know look you go up to angrelu who's left on angrelu it's three guys right uh ruglich vinigo and sepkus the step I'm, I'm mostly thinking who sep can stay with well, once you and remember a few uh, stages before that where he was getting, you know, dropped, um, that was a different kind of a climb. It's not his type of climb. You know, the steeper, the better, the the more everything, you know, his weight to power ratio is much better. Um, you get these cat three climbs you're bringing into and that are shorter, right? A little pitchy, but shorter. You're bringing like 50 guys into the mix in a sense. Um, so there's a bunch of different people that can go for it, which means you've got to worry about more. Now, now do you though? I, I mean, once again, the team, I, I, I just don't trust the, the two guys up there. They've got it. Cause this would be a day made for Roglic. I could totally see it. Uh, he want to go with uh, Eventipol, but he's got to maintain, uh, you know, just some semblance of, uh, decorum here and hold himself back. And the reality really is, uh, what I think they should be doing is, you know, the team might have to be getting on the front, but maybe you just take one of those. I mean, this would be a Wout day. Let's say you had Wout banner and you say, well, you're not going for the win. You are just on with Sep. Sep's on your wheel. He, you're going to trace, uh, take him around the, the, the field, whatever. Now, maybe Tratnik does that. Maybe v Dylan Van Barl. These guys can go uphill well. They have power. You just keep one guy with him. Maybe you have one guy with each, and that's kind of where you're at. You got, what, five, uh, eight riders. So you have five. You got three that can go there, and then two that are kind of out. So maybe one gets uh, their own pilot. And then uh, anyway, you kind of try, I don't know what you do, but you only really watch a few people. You, know, you don't care about the stage win. You've got your stage wins for the day. If things happen to fall into your lap with that, then so be it. Uh, but otherwise, you don't really you don't really have to be concerned. At least I think so. Uh, let's go to this quote I saw yesterday. So Primus Roglic said, uh, the team management gave us the clear order today. The cuss must stay in red. <laughs> And that we and Vinigo will be only his assistants. I don't know what to say, but I have mixed feelings and I can't say I'm happy. This was, this was a fascinating quote. And then Jonas, uh, there's another big stage. We will be careful. It's nice to pay Costa uh, the favor. He has done so much for me and Roglic. I, I tend to think here, like you see this quote and kind of this, the things that happened that, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna, not going to bury this too much longer, but um, that there's there's still some weird feet. I, I think Roglic came into this with the whole, I, I watched the, the Move Plus or whatever it is uh, with Johan. They said a lot of the things that I said yesterday, um, but one thing they were saying is that um, Roglic, I think, you know, he had really planned this. This was kind of, you know, he skipped the tour. So he did the Giro and then he's going to come here. And then, you know, last day of the tour, Jonas comes out of the bus. I'm going to the Vuelta. Oh, okay. Now Sep's going. So uh, Roglic is like, I, I'm, you know, this is big deal to me. I think it's a record tying fourth if you were to get it win. So that's a big deal. I get where he's at. You know, it's history is out there. 
Uh, and now you're coming there, and now you're in this situation. He really does the time trial of his life. I don't know about the life, but you know he did a good time trial. Matter of fact, I think he overextended his time trial, where Avenipole was a little less on his. So I, I, it's just I get where he's at, but man, you guys acted like dicks and uh, complete dicks, and you did it in the media, uh, and um, you know that's kind of a, it's a somewhat uh, an embarrassing um, embarrassing reality. Okay, let me see if I could find. I want to go to. Hmm. I was going to bring up a Word doc, and I don't see how that even lets me do that. Okay, well, maybe I'll just read it here. This is uh, Sepp Kuss in his Vuelta Espana journey from helper to champion. I had a bit of the imposter syndrome. Okay. Sepp Kuss needed to overcome his reputation as one of the nicest riders uh, in the sometimes brutal peloton to take control of the Vuelta. If Kuss, I'm going to say Sepp, survives more... Two more stages in red. The Colorado climber will become the first U.S. male in a decade to win a Grand Tour. This is by Andrew Hood in Velo. Uh, it didn't come easy. The 29-year-old needed to sharpen his elbows and harden his resolve. Quote, every day I've gained more confidence. Coase said uh, Friday at the start, I started to believe in myself more and that I completely deserve to be in this jersey and have the support of the team. Climbing mountains proved easier to handle by for the affable American than the uh, internal intrigue, head games, ego clashes, and team politics that played out across the Volta. After snatching red in stage eight, not only did the American climber need to prove he deserved leadership at Jumbo Visma on the road by defending in the time trial and across the Pyrenees, he had to impose his wishes on reluctant and ambitious teammates who also wanted the victory. By the way, I remember, um, I remember when... Um, watching the the tour the time trial, and at the end of the time trial, they talked to Roglic, and someone said, oh, "Look at Sepp Kuss. I mean, he just he just did the time trial of his life." And he's like, "Ah, uh, yeah, sweet worries." I mean, he's like, "Oh boy," <laughs> he was like, not so so thrilled about it. Uh, long comfortable in the helper's role, uh, Kuss was seeing a crash course of what it takes to be a GC leader in the sometimes Machiavellian world of Grand Tour racing. I had a bit of imposter syndrome, Kuz said. I never wanted, I never went into the season or this race ever thinking about or wanting in your leadership. I was perfectly content in my role. As we know, halfway through the race, things changed a lot for me. Kuz and his transformation from Gregorio and Super Domestique into Grand Tour heir apparent saw him race more consistently than he's ever done and withstand the pressure of the uncommon and sometimes uncomfortable reality that his most dangerous direct GC rivals were his own teammates. Primus Roglic and Jonas Vingago share six Grand Tour victories between them, thanks in part to the support from Cuss, and are considered the best contemporary Grand Tours in the world. Both came to this Vuelta to win, and no one expected Kuss would hang on as long as he did. Things reached a boiling point Tuesday and Wednesday when Roglic and Vingago were attacking across the unforgiving mountains of northern Spain and dropping the team's red jersey in a high-stakes bid to win the Vuelta, Kuss was forced to race to defend his lead red, red, red leader's jerseys from rivals within. With tensions boiling over inside the bus, Kuss leaned on the support of his wife, his family, and close friends to help him discover the steely determination needed to crack, not to crack under the pressure. Quote, I never expected to be in this situation. I am not a winner in the same in the sense that I have no win. I have to win no matter what, he told the Spanish media. The majority of champions have a bit of sangre fria to win, and I am not like that. Sometimes you have to stand up for yourself and say what needs to be said. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. 
Uh, things came to a head post-stage meeting Wednesday after the Angrelu stage after Kuss narrowly hung on to the leader's jersey. Roglic, Vinigo finally ceded their ambitions to win the Vuelta and pledged their support for Kuss to carry team colors to Madrid in what will be a historic grand tour sweep for Jumbo. Uh, we make agreements and tactical plans within the team. We discuss them on the bus, and they stay there. I don't feel like talking to the media about that. Jumbo Vincevis, sports director, Grisham Nierman, told NOS. It's a complicated situation. Everybody wants to win the Vuelta. Uh, the problem is with that, though, uh, yeah, you don't want to necessarily have all, all the things out there. Uh, but you're displaying, you're displaying utter chaos in front of everybody, just un, unweird, unwielding looks uh, on the bike. Then you have post-race interviews that are just, as I said, they've only they're only they're psychotic. And I would have preferred both Roglic and Vinigo. You know, they're trying to do the the proper thing there, but at the, at the top of the Angerlou. But I think Vinigo, if if you know you're, you're seeing kind of how where he's at and everything. He should have come out and just said, I fucked up. I, I messed up. I should have stayed with Sep. I wasn't sure what to do. I went on up the road and I, I messed up. I, I, I thoroughly put my uh, hand up in the air and say, I messed up. But it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like there was more fighting. Sep had to stand up for himself. And maybe it, maybe I'm reading into that. Uh, uh, or Roglic should have just said, I, I want win. It's no sweet worries. I, <laughs> I want to win. Um, two-time Tour de France champion Vingo seemed ready to back Coos for the win and said as much at the finish line on Longerlu on Wednesday. It appeared, I know, that was weird. It, we just, yeah, Yes, I, I want him to win. Well, then what the hell are you doing? It appears Roglic still believed he had more to give in the race. And what was the team agreed all three captains would race the, the final week. It's just this shit show. But I love it. This has been one of the best uh, races of the year. By the way, Giro, Tour, or Vuelta? What has caught your fancy more? Man, I, I was just saying that so the Giro was pretty fantastic. Uh, gets a winner on the last day. Uh, you got the Tour. It was like just back and forth. It was so close uh, up until, you know, it wasn't on the day of lows. And then you got the Volta. The Volta's not close, but it's close. I mean, it's close, but it's not. It's, is it close? Come with its finish. Thursday suggested Roglic wasn't fully convinced of the team truce to back Cus to Madrid. I respect Primos as a person and as a rider, and everyone has a right to an opinion on things like tactics and how to race. Cus said Friday, I understand that perfectly, but they're also the wishes of the teams, of the other teams, and mine as well. Oh, wow. Speaking uh, to flow bikes at the start of Friday, downplay uh, Roglic downplayed any rift in the closing days as he looks to the finish, uh, third fit to finish third on the Jumbo Visma podium sweep. Everybody, do I want to do it in his? I think his his uh, accent. I think so. Everybody has no. I can't do it. Has their own opinions, and everybody has the ability to do their own things. But I support Sep, and I hope we can finish it off. Roglic told flow bikes, everybody should do their own things. I am happy, huh? That does not convince me. Sepp is a super nice person, he said. He's one of my close friends, and we give everything to finish it off. I don't know. That sounds that sounds dirty. Uh, Jumbo Visma helper Altila Valter also downplayed the headlines and said that the top three, Kus, Vinigo, and Roglic, all agreed to do the right thing uh, to do as a race, uh, race it out over the final week. And like I said, that that's just not possible. You, you can't say we're going to race it out and, and buy it because it, you attack each other. It's it just I, I get it, but I don't. Uh, there are no hard feelings. We're sticking together really well. During the during the Vuelta, Walter said, there are different opinions about how we raced and what we did, but I'm proud about 
what we did during this Volta. Good. Good for you. If you look at Twitter, it's getting quite annoying, and I wish I hadn't done it. There are too many opinions. Everyone is a sports director, and so it's easy to judge from the outside, Walter said. At the line Friday, we did what we thought was best. The team gave the freedom to race for the victory, and that's what we did. But you saw yesterday, everybody wants Seppi to win. Okay, well, there we finally have it. If you're a big champion like Primos, of course you want the race to win. Walter said, until you are not empty, you want to keep pushing. It's a big dilemma, and you can understand both sides. I totally understand. Robert Hessink, one of friend, uh, Kusa's closest friends and allies on the team, cautioned that the race is not over yet. Sunday's roller coaster stage could deliver some unpleasant surprises. We've won five stages so far, and I think the team is doing a really good job at winning. We still have two more stages, Guessing said, or Hessink, sorry for the pronunciation, police. Uh, we're really happy to see Sepp still in red. Following a tense, drama-filled week, Kus can breathe easier now that the teammates are rallying behind him. I don't know if they are. Um, Robert Hessink, maybe you stick with Coos and you just say, hey, dude, uh, it's you and me. We're, we're, we're making sure we're not fucking this up. On Friday morning, the mood was light as Jumbo riders sense the historic third Grand Tour is within their grasp. I'm getting more used to it, Coos said on Friday in the, uh, of all the attention. I'm feeling good. We have a few stages to get through, but we are closer. It feels good. Coos 29, who became the first American male to win a Grand Tour in a who became the first American to win a Grand Tour in a decade if he endures Saturday's classic-style stage to carry the red into Madrid urban circuit course to close out the race. Coos steered clear of the late race crash Friday and finished the stage with his 17-second lead to Vinigo still intact. We will take on Saturday with confidence. We have a full team of machines. Coos said, I am going to sleep well. It was a full day of tension, but a bit more quiet than in the past. Andrew Hood. There you go. Okay, uh, Victor says Sepkus could be the second American ever to win the Vuelta. That's right. We are pulling for him, and I uh, hope, hope that's the case. Okay, so there you go. Tomorrow, and then, uh, you know, s- Sunday is a boring day for me because um, they start the race later. They do all the pomp and circumstance. I hate the drinking. It's all boring until they get into Madrid and do a circuit, kind of like the Tour or the, the Giro, those kind of things. But this one, I may tune in just to see exactly how how it looks for Sep, for the whole thing. Because that one, to me, I mean, it's, it's going to be more fun, right? I think I did that with Horner as well. I enjoyed the whole thing. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good time. So there we have it, everybody. 30 minutes right on the button. Stage 19 was pretty solid. Got stage 20 coming up. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to be on my, my Twitter. I'm going to be on everything. I'm going to be watching and, and annoying Chris and Kurt, and hopefully they will love it. Uh, thanks for live stream, says Victor. You bet. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Like the show, share it, subscribe, do all those fun things, and we will see you manana.